0: You're listening to The 123 Show here on Ra- Radio 3 and I am delighted to be joined in the studio by Lily Ung, the CEO of Foodie. And uh, Lily's here to tell us about this thing called Foods Future Summit. So Lily welcome to the program. Thank you very much Karen. So Foods Future Summit, what is that all about? Well, obviously, it's about food's future. Yes, <laughs>
1: um, we have been looking at, as you know, you know, Foodie is is a platform, it's a media platform that we focus on food, and we look at what you know, what is the latest, where to eat, what's the best thing to eat, and I think in the process of you know, understanding and being in touch of what the, the new development in the food and dining space, we notice that there is a trend emerging. Of several years ago, is new technology coming into you know what we're eating. On top of that, um, is, you know, how, you know, the consumer's behavior is also changing. So we decided, um, literally that was three years ago because now we're in the third years of the summit. We want to bring a lot of these topics together, um, in kind of one very coherent conversation, Mm -hmm. um, exploring everything from, you know, where food coming from, how that is changing, all the way to how our eating behavior is changing, what new ingredients coming in town, and eventually also the, the the, uh, the waste products so we what we really wanted to to do is to have a very active conversation with all the stakeholders and eventually
0: the goal is to have or create a more sustainable food ecosystem okay so this foods future summit it's over the week it starts on Friday yes and how many days does it go for it's gonna be two full days two full days and tell us a bit about the programming and, and what kind of things people can expect what are you gonna be talking about <laughs> well first of
1: all how much time do you
0: have <laughs> I don't have two days <laughs> <laughs> well we have um uh you
1: know that the program for this year really started the at the end of last year's program, um, because we want to make sure that the topics we talk about is relevant, um, is what is you know the the latest and hottest. But at the same time, we want to dive it a little bit deeper to in each of these topics. Um, we also want to make sure that the audience find it interesting and, and engaging. So we do explore everything from you know wh- what money, or I should say, what are the investment going into uh, food food technology uh, right now because what we find out is you know what people are investing particularly the the very brave vcs Mm -hmm. what they're investing today is something that will very likely to go under plate you know three years from now so it's very it's always interesting to kind of what we call the crystal ball of what the food is going to be, for food to come. Um, we also, you know, one element of the summit is we always want to make sure the chefs and we call the practitioners, people in the industry are involved. So we always have a very good panel. We call, you know, food uh, dining, uh, food, our dining trend, yeah. uh, which we have chefs and owners restaurant owners to participate. We're going to uh, really dive into the plant, the whole plant-based meat uh, phenomena. it's mm, Alter- yes, very popular now, right? Absolutely. 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 And then, you know, also the alternative protein, because it's a conversation about, you know, where is our protein going to come from? Um, In fact, one of our speakers, really interesting, uh, the company that she represents called Calesta is coming from San Francisco. um, And uh, they are making protein out of natural gas.
0: Natural gas? Yes. Seriously? Yes. Turning a gas into something edible. Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about... Uh,
1: animal-based uh, protein, plant-based protein, and now we have gas-based protein.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. So uh, this year I saw in your program that you also have a tie-in uh, with Global SF from San Francisco. What Correct. is that all about? Can you tell us about that? Um, Global
1: SF is uh, is basically come from the uh, city of San Francisco. It's an office re- uh, from Sa- city of San Francisco. It's a non-profit organization and their mission is to promote trade um, between San Francisco and the Bay Area uh, with the rest of the world. Um, So there is a delegate that they are bringing uh, with them at this time.
0: Um, In fact, they should be arriving to Hong Kong later tonight. Oh, okay, great. And what kind of um, ideas are they bringing? Do you know, oh, loads of them.
1: I'm um, understanding there are um, there are some investors uh, who are coming from you know the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, there are also food companies. There are uh, food platforms, um, tech platforms as well um, that they're bringing with them. Um, so in fact, uh, because of our collaboration and them being a co-host this year, um, they're bringing in some really fantastic speakers who will be, uh, will be represented at the summit.
0: Okay, now. When we when we talk about food technology and and this investment that is going into food technology, tell us more about what the urgent issues are. I mean, what what is this food technology? What problems is it designed to solve?
1: I think what you will find that um, the origin of a lot of the technology is to improve. Um, so let's just say you know the way that we are harvesting is not the most efficient um, or most effective so agriculture technology will go into helping and improving the harvest um, you know using less resources to come up with the most yield um, or you know without using pesticide how can you reduce uh, insects and and again you know but getting better yield so I think from a technology standpoint all the the, the starting point is how can we make something better mm-hmm. and I think using the, the buzzword disruptive right you right. know how can how can they disrupt you know, the food cycle to make it better? And so the number one, um, we can have um, more assured uh, source of food or ingredients, uh, weather better um, in terms of natural uh, elements um, and, and taste better. Um, you know, actually one thing we learned uh, from the summit last year, uh, because our partner last year was just, was Sweden actually, okay. and uh, they, they brought in scientists that are in the nanotechnology field, they're working in food. So one thing I learned is apparently we don't need to taste, we don't, as human beings, for tasting of saltiness, for instance, mm-hmm. we actually don't need that much salt to taste it. So the t- nanotechnology will allow us to uh, reduce the amount of salt, but you still taste the same way, which is in, in a way is making it healthier that you are reducing the intake of sodium. Mm. So the tons of tons of technology basically is to make better food, make them taste,
0: taste even better uh, and be more efficient. Okay. So we often hear about Um, some countries having a food crisis, like they're not able to feed themselves. And it's things like drought, water shortages, desertification of the land um, or poisoning of the land from pollution. Are some of these technologies designed to either solve those problems or provide alternatives for for that sort of traditional kind of way of growing food?
1: Yes. um, In fact, it's a little bit all of the above. Um, Again, depends on what that technology uh, sits in. Um, And uh, we know that You know, there are technology that you can uh, take wastewater, um, cleaning it better, and actually going back into uh, into going to your plants. um, For instance, Um, there are you know there are many different technology right now, particularly food tech and aquaculture tech is is designed for exactly you know those purposes.
0: And so, let's go into some of the sessions that you're going to have because when you read the descriptions. Uh, as a as a layperson, but someone who likes to eat, uh, you're sort of going, "Wow, this is amazing!" So, for example, you have um, a session that is about blockchain yes. and food. So, <laughs> what what does blockchain have to do with our food chain? <laughs> well, I, I'm not a scientist either, and and some of this uh, it, it does
1: sound Greek to me. Um, essentially, blockchain is is the is the enabling of to know the chain of command, or you know where the source of your food come from, you know, particularly in the application in the food chain and food supply, um, you know, I, I can't articulate exactly, you know, exactly how the that technicals. how that works, but essentially, um, and and right now there are a lot of companies, and, and some small and some large ones, uh, investing in blockchain where. As a consumer, when you, let's say, you get a, a bottle of wine, um, by scanning the, the code or, uh, on, the, on the bottle, you actually will know where has the wine come from, uh, traveled, uh, where does the grape come from. It can wow. even sometimes pinpoint as much as, you know, what date, what month these grapes are harvested. Which grape it was. <laughs> you know, and, and where is it, you know, has it gone through frost, is it, you know, during sunshine. So you can trace all the way back to, you know, the the sequence and, and the chain of command, um, which from a consumer standpoint will allow you to have um, better assurance uh, of where your food come from. Uh, and is a, I think it's a fantastic uh, technology.
0: What about that session that you have? It's called Future Proofing Food. What is that about? Uh, that
1: session, we actually have um, three segments in it. Um, uh Elaine from Good Food Institute uh, would do a presentation to, as a primer to talk about, you know, kind of the lay of the land with all the plant-based meat that is happening. So, you know, again, not everybody will have access to, you know, to charts and numbers, and just to kind of a big picture, let everybody know, particularly is a, such a hot topic right now. After that, we have two panels. The first panel is going to talk about, um, essentially alternative protein. Um, we have um, lab-grown, protein mm-hmm. we have plant-based protein um the ceo of zen meat which is based from Je- uh, beijing uh, is going to be in hong kong is that a meatless meat I yes guess? it is a plant-based uh, pork okay. uh, that it just you know is is a testing market right now um and then you know as mentioned earlier um the company cholester which making um uh protein out of um out of natural gas will be on the panel so we're going to explore you know kind of all the aspects about you know about protein. Um, and then the second panel, uh, we, we kind of move beyond a little bit and talk about what are some of the technology improvements um, that we can make t- on existing products. Um, so for instance, a company that's uh, generating this called low GI grain. So basically you sprinkle in your rice, you cook it together, the whole part of rice, the, low, the GI level will, will, will decrease, which if you are diabetic, is something that you know it will be a a, a, a uh, of interest, um, we also have a company based in Hong Kong. They're using um, algae, are uh, mm. extracting protein from algae, and how right now is not just drinking, you know, the the powder, but you know, how is it being incorporated into the many different foods? So, again, improving the protein content. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it, just based on you know these panel discussions, um, I think we'll get a very full picture um, of you know where we, where are we
0: heading. Um, in terms of protein, in terms of improving up our our food. Mm. So it's interesting because, you know, you mentioned earlier um, pesticides getting rid of insects, yet at the same time, there's a lot of talk about us having to eat insects as protein, (laughs) you know, in the future. Correct, correct. Well, maybe that's the reason why you don't want that much pesticides. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're killing our future food. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Now, actually, you know, the insects are used to harvest for uh, for consumption, they have to be uh, specially bred um, and and yes, you know in fact um, uh, using insect protein uh, or crickets and and uh, or silkworms uh, into silkworms. Our, yes into our food product is actually is increasing really so you can actually eat silkworms. yes. Yes, but you know, I I
0: think maybe from a layman perspective, you don't want to see this. <laughs> right. I think that's the thing with insects that you don't want to see them in their original form. They, you have to do something with them so that they don't look like insects. For you know. correct, correct. Um, actually, it's something very really
1: interesting. Uh, we did um, several months ago. Uh, we had a whole donut wall um, that we giving our donuts as as a fest at a festival. Where the donuts actually made a thirty percent cricket flour. Okay. And um you know when you eat it it actually doesn't taste anything different than than regular flour so you definitely don't see it um, being added into donuts which is a product that you know a lot of people like yep. and people didn't realize that you know they're enriching their their diet with with more protein.
0: Right. So mm-hmm. when you don't know about it of course it's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I think Okay, <laughs> so we are talking with Lily Ung, the CEO of Foodie, about the Foods Future Summit Two Three Show this afternoon. With me, Karen Ko, and I'm still joined in the studio by Lily Ung, the CEO of Foodie. We've been talking about the Foods Future Summit, which is coming up this weekend. So, Lily, before the break, we were talking about some of the programming that you have. One of the really interesting ones I saw is called Namaste. <laughs> Namaste, the new age of conscious consumer. Tell us what that's about. Well, I think it's um, uh, it's quite well known now that
1: consumers um, do care about what they eat. Um, they care about the impact of food um uh, uh, on, on the body and the health um, and there are also different movements and trends that are happening where um, kind of defy the convention a little bit um, for instance um, you know the term flexitarian um, because now with people more aware of reducing um, reducing the the, the the consumption of meat, um, then you know but but not exactly being a vegetarian or vegan yet right.
0: um, so that means you're you'll eat some meat but you're exploring what vegetarian food or vegan food or other correct
1: and adding more vegetables in the diet and um, you know maybe two di- two days of a week they're eating you know only veg- vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits um, so you know so there's definitely a trend of the flexitarians being um, you know to kind of taking on. Um, another one is uh, is sober curious.
0: Yes, what is sober curious? Uh,
1: when I first heard curious. it, I kind of scratched my head too, like, you know, what does that mean? Um, interestingly, it is about um, people who still want the, the taste of alcohol
0: um, mm-hmm. or uh, or liquor, but don't want the hangover. Right. Nobody ever wants a hangover, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly and uh, and you know when you go to a bar you know while everybody's having a, maybe your friends are having an alcoholic drink if you don't if you just drink a coke they say, like oh maybe I'm You're not so boring. exactly yeah. so there is this whole movement where um, and in fact there are products out there that have the taste of, of liquor and alcohol but it actually has no alcohol content in it mm-hmm. um, and you can have a beautiful cocktail made by it uh, and uh, and again it is about um, you want to taste you want the you know the 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 the, the flavor, um, but you don't want hangover out l- the later on, um, so it
0: becomes a, a, a choice or almost like a, a lifestyle choice. Right. Okay. So then, obviously, companies want to jump on that bandwagon by producing products that that seem very sophisticated, cocktailish, but yes. don't have the alcohol. Yes, definitely. And is that does that does that involve a lot of technology? Do you know?
1: You know that is a very technical question. <laughs> um, my understanding is it should not, um, but I, I will not be
0: able to, to devour on that. Mm, we'll have to go to the summit and find out more. So speaking of that, uh, tell us more about where the summit is and how people can find out about it. Can they buy tickets, etc.? Oh, absolutely. The summit is coming up on f- this Friday and
1: Saturday, so it's the 11 and 12. Um, uh, it's held at Asia Society in uh, which is at Admiralty. Mm, yes. uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. Um, they also is a partner uh, of the summit. Um, and absolutely, the tickets are still on sale. Um, you can do both days, which you'll get the full experience of the summit, uh, or you can buy just single day. Um, because the two day, the, the, the content's a little different, the agenda's a slightly different, and you'll get a different experience of it. And the summit is not just about um, uh, speeches and panels. We actually have a what we call the innovation showcase. Um, we have about fifteen companies um, sh- will be showcasing, letting, uh, sharing you know their latest the technology, the the newest you know food products um, that you know people can can also um, get to know about. That's right and of course, will you be feeding people <laughs> if
0: they go to the food <laughs> summit? Can
1: they eat there? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, one of our partners there's Green Monday, for instance, they will be handing out loads of uh, samples, all plant-based and equally delicious, um, will be, uh, they will be represented at the innovation showcase. And as true to a foodie event, um, all the breaks and meals, um, are included in a summit. And, uh, we do go to l- great length to find, um, what is, you know, delicious and the latest. And one thing very important is that we always make sure that the summit is low waste. Well, yes. Um, so we actually don't use plastic forks. There's no plastic plates. Um, we even don't even have plastic
0: cups or, or styrofoam cups. Um, ah. Wow. So we really go to very, very great extent to make sure that we are low-waste. You're sustainable. Yes. yes. That's wonderful. Well, Lily, it sounds fantastic. So if people want to get tickets, where, where can they get them from? Um, you can go to the website. Uh, is foods, with an S, uh, future.com. Foods, foodsfuture.com. Okay, great. Well, Lily, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful success. I'm definitely going to try and go along. I want to try some of these uh, new products and find out more about... Um, eating insects or being sober curious. (laughs) Thanks so much indeed for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you. And that was Lily Ong, CEO of Foodie, talking about the Foods Future Summit.